The views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be here with me, You should be here with me, You should be Good morning! It's Soul Sanctuary! You made it! It's 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. Way too early to be up talking about the kind of stuff we're going to talk about today. But we're doing it anyway because we're anyway people! Yay to the anyway people! Anyway people are the ones who get it done. And I've actually uh, added to my program a new segment called Tens, Tens, Tens. And I was inspired to add this segment to my program by Childish Gambino and J-Lo because they're such unique individuals and the way that they are working their lifetime is so inspirational to me. So every week I'm going to pick a different person to kind of highlight what is fantastic about them and how they kind of show us what it looks like and what it feels like to be living in your dharma which is should be the point right okay so good this week we are returning to the elements we went through the first three elements if you weren't here for that you can go and listen to them on any podcast service just look up soul sanctuary we started with air after air we did fire after fire we did water and then i went into a couple of relationship shows because um Water is that relationship element, and there's so much to talk about there. I could have like a whole other radio program just talking about relationships because that's everything. So, we spent a couple of episodes doing that, and now we're back to our elements, our elemental shows, and we're talking about earth. And so, we're going to go through and look at earth in different modalities. Uh, we're going to look at earth first in the Europa. So, Earth in Europa is Ogun. I'm live um, on our Facebook page, so you can go and watch live if you want to. Now I'm showing them this page about Ogun. Ogun is the Earth Orisha. And so it says that he's one of the most beloved um, in Yoruba culture. Firstly, because he was the first blacksmith. Um, and he also invented tools. Um, I'm sorry, this sentence is written weird, so I... I stumbled when I read it. <laughs> he also invented tools. Um, now, the cool thing, the coolest thing so far that I've heard about Ogun is that um, he refused to be king, preferring the challenges to power. He con- continued fighting and inventing forever. Um, today, it is said that computers are of Ogun, and Ogun are also the systems analysts. Now, that's interesting. I, I know somebody's a system analyst. I didn't know that they were Ogun. <laughs> That's nice to know. Good deal. So that is uh, the war goddess Ogun. He is represented, uh, he represents Earth in Yoruba culture. Culture. Now, Yoruba culture has all different kinds of Orisha. Um, they are the African pantheon of deities. Um, I'm looking through those, and that's what I've been adding to my program because I think they're really interesting, and that's what I'm studying right now. Um, and so that's really cool. That's Ogun. I'll be looking more into him. Um, but this week I was so kind of distracted by the root chakra and by relationships because I've had so many tarot readings this week about relationships. There's so many people who are struggling to communicate and to get through to their partner and to be heard by their partner. And everybody's so, I don't know, it's just like this upheaval time. I don't know if it's like the time of year or if there's a full moon soon. I didn't pay attention to that. But there's just these really tough relationships right now. And I feel so bad for everybody going through that. And so I wanted to kind of get a show around what to do and how to take care of that. So anyway, let's get through the elements and then we'll talk about that relationship stuff a little bit. All right. So this is uh, not what I mean. So the earth chakra is the root chakra. Okay, so the root chakra is located at the base of the spine. Uh, The color of the root chakra is ruby red. The sense of the root chakra is smell. Now, how interesting is that? I didn't know that the sense of the root chakra was smell. I I don't actually get it. 
I have to look at how that's connected. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the organs that are associated with your root chakra are energetic fields of the bones, skeletal structure, um, and adrenal glands. The gland, um, it says the energetic field of the adrenal gland. The element is earth. That's why we're talking about it today, right? Um, it goes through the gemstones and the herbs and the, the essential oils, which I found interesting because the essential oils include myrrh, patchouli, rosewood, and thyme. I'm familiar with what patchouli and thyme smell like. I don't think I know what rosewood smells like. I don't know what that is. And myrrh, I've never smelled. Also, where does one get myrrh? I've never seen that. I've seen like incense and oils that were uh, frankincense flavored, but not myrrh. I don't know what that smells like. Um, the causes of an underactive chakra. So here's where we want to listen, because this talks about balance, imbalance, that kind of thing, right? So the causes for an inactive root chakra Oh, I'm sorry, underactive, right, inactive, underactive, root chakra, are worry or fear about security. And that's financial, career, home, personal safety, and needs. Causes of an overactive chakra are obsessions with money, career, or material possessions. So either of those things are the two ways that we find that root chakra out of balance. That's how you can tell it is out of balance. And in that case, you can just do some kind of a tarot reading around it or... Reiki can help. Yoga definitely um, can help with getting yourself balanced out with the root chakra. Um, I think that when I think about the root chakra, it reminds me of how we're kind of connected through our roots. And one song that includes information about our roots um, that I really like, the, the picture that it kind of builds in my head and the lyrics is Sela by uh, Lauren Hill. So I'm going to play that for you guys and then we'll be right back nothing can be done against the truth no matter how we remain in denial yeah wasting time replacing time with each empty excuse that'll only work a little while coping with despair knowing you're not there ashamed to just admit I've been a fool so I blame it on the sun, run away from everyone, hoping to escape this ridicule. Trapped in misery, wrapped so miserably in this deception that I'm wearing like a skin. Dying to maintain, oh I keep trying to explain, a heart that never loved me to begin. I'm such a mess I have no choice but to confess That I've been desperately trying to belong Lying to myself and everybody else Refusing to admit my right was wrong And then he came Say lie, oh, and it means Praise and meditation and then he came Say la Oh, and it means Did you think about that? And then he came Say la Oh, and it means Praise and meditation And then he came Say la Oh, and it means That it is sealed Still in denial of its roots My guilty heart behaves so foolishly This treason from within that reasons with my sin Won't be happy till it sees the death of me Selfishly addicted To a life that I depicted Conflicted cause it's not reality Left to me, I beg you desperately. Cause me to agree, but what I know is best for me. Please save me from myself. I need you, save me from myself. Please save me from myself so I can heal. The choices that I make 
Hey, are we back? We are back? Yes. Hey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to go into yet another song. Uh, we actually have just enough time for me to uh, for me to get into uh, a promotional, um, promotional break. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this came upon me. Uh, everything happened kind of weird. Anyway, I'm going to play some promotions and then I'll be back on the other side. Hey. Anyway, we're on the other side and we're still talking about Earth as our element today. And now we're going to talk about Earth as an element in the Zodiac. And the very first, first time we're going to talk about the very first Earth sign on the chart is Taurus, which I am. I share that with Ella Fitzgerald and Malcolm X. There's some really cool Tauruses that I know of. As a matter of fact, Ella and I have the same birthday. Woot, woot, right? Um, who do you have a famous birthday with? If you have one, that'd be really cool. Come and um, let me know on uh, on Soul Sanctuary KZSM on Facebook. Uh, but while we're talking about Taurus, because it is our time to shine, Taurians, uh, let's talk a little bit about Taurus. Okay, so it's the first Earth, first Earth sign of the zodiac. Um, Taurus is a fixed sign, noted for stubbornness and jealousy. Taurus wants to maintain the status quo at almost all costs. I have no relation to any of the things being said right now. I just want you to tell you I'm reading from someplace else. This isn't my opinion about Taurus. This is what somebody else who is clearly uninformed feels about Taurus. <laughs> In return for not rocking Taurus's world, you'll find a partner who is immensely kind, deeply loyal, with a deep desire to hold on to you, and indeed, to everything else. <laughs> I think that is trying to speak to 
our possessiveness, which I will claim. Uh, the best love compatibility match for a Taurus is with Cancer and Virgo. They're a shoo-in. Capricorn, as a fellow Earth sign, that is not true, uh, <laughs> uh, is also a good match. Pisces uh, has a gentle nature, which fits with the Taurian vibe. Um, so does Scorpio. Um, far from gentle nature, but adept of possessiveness that matches the Taurus. So at least they can possess each other <laughs> for eternity and back. That's really funny. I wonder if I know any Taurus-Scorpio relationships. Not consciously. If you have a Taurus-Scorpio relationship, will you let me know if it's all about possessiveness? Does, does that ring true? Okay, there's a couple of signs that are definitely not a love match for the Taurus. Libra is far too flirtatious for Taurus tastes, as is Gemini. And Sagittarius wants to rock the boat way too much for this stable sign. So if you're a Taurus and you're in the market, try to steer clear of Gemini, Sagittarius, and Libra. You know what? I think that if a Libra and Taurus got together, it would be really frustrating all the time because Libra want to consider, that's the same thing with Gemini. I guess that's probably the problem. Libra and Gemini want to consider all different sides of the issue and Taurus wants to know which way to go. And so while you're going, um, well, this person feels that way and that person feels this way and the Taurus is like, which way to go? <laughs> I can see that. I see exactly why that doesn't work. Okay, so then the second sign that is an Earth sign is Virgo. And I can't even, I don't even know if I have a, an objective view of Virgo because the Virgos in my life are so important that I probably have all kinds of attachments and stuff around Virgo. My dad is a Virgo and my dad is such a powerful Virgo that all of his children married Virgos. That's how strong that brother is, right? So anyway, uh, let's see what they say about Virgo. Virgo shares some similarities with Taurus. Um, but has a mutable earth sign. Virgo isn't stubborn and is quite flexible, flexibly minded and adaptable. In fact, Virgo also doesn't have a jealous bone in his or her body and does worry far more than Taurus does. Oh, that's true. Virgos worry far more than Taurus is. I like that that's there. That's a good reminder for me. About everything, a Virgo is surprisingly sexual and romantic lover but does have a tendency to nag. <laughs> oh my gosh, why didn't I read this three arguments ago? I'm so upset with myself right now. <laughs> okay, that mutable flexibility manifests itself in Virgo trying to change everyone for the better, which some people find intolerable. <laughs> I have to play a song.
Alright, everybody. I'm sorry. We needed just a little bit of break. Bio break. Bio break. I'd get myself together. Alright. On the other side of it, we were actually talking about the Earth sign Virgo, which is the second Earth sign in the chart. Uh, Taurus being the first. Uh, with Virgo, we left off on... Um, Virgo's tendency to try to change everyone for the better. Um, it says the best love match compatibility for Virgo is a fellow Earth sign, uh, but they are surprisingly strong relationships that can be made with both Pisces and Scorpio, too. Okay, Pisces appreciates Virgo's common sense and loves Virgo's analytical take on reality, while Scorpio loves Virgo's searching mind and appreciates Virgo's desire for privacy. When it comes to love match compatibility disasters, Virgo's worst bets are probably Libra and Sagittarius. Libra is much too um, frivolous for Virgo's taste, and Sagittarius is just too wild, too uncouth, and too unpredictable. Yeah, the Sagittarius has kind of like a very select few that they can get along with really well because it, in astrology circles, as you're learning about the different signs and what they mean and everything, they say sad. They, they say tacky Sag, like Sag has adopted the nomenclature tacky Sag because Sag don't have a whole lot of filter and they'll just say whatever they, they feel and they don't really care if you're able to take it or not because they're too busy getting it off their chest which is good for not harboring things like Taurus could learn from that but we're too busy trying to make sure the social norms are you know what I mean we're, we're, we're more concerned about how the message comes across and that's why Sag has that reputation they just don't worry about that okay the final earth sign is of course Capricorn. I'm not sure why it says of course Capricorn, but for some reason of course Capricorn sounds so right. I have a couple of Capricorns in my life and let's see, let's make sure I can get or see if I can get through this without <laughs> bursting into laughter. Uh, Capricorn shares many earth traits with the other two signs, but it's a cardinal earth sign, meaning that the Capricorn's emphasis is on action getting something started. They certainly get things started uh, and taking the initiative. Uh, the most determined and ambitious of the earth signs, Capricorn is uh, also the most wise and mature. Unlike Virgo, Capricorn doesn't tend to worry unduly because their supremely practical approach always works to find a solution to everything. And unlike Taurus, Capricorn isn't jealous or possessive over people but can be very materialistic over things. For true love match compatibility, Capricorn needs a partner who appreciates his or her steady qualities and doesn't try to turn Capricorn into something he or she isn't. So Pisces and Scorpio, again, are surprisingly good partners here because Pisces loves to be taken care of by Capricorn's reassuring nature. And Scorpio respects Capricorn as a leader and a strategist. So, there's some kind of love information. If you are earth signs, now you know to whom <laughs> you should kind of go for, what kind of qualities will accentuate what you have naturally, and what kind of qualities might rub against you kind of weird. So, um, rather less love match compatibility for Capricorn comes in the shape of Aries and Leo. Aries wants to rush into life instead of taking the tried and tested Capricorn route, while Leo wants to be in charge and will not allow Capricorn authority to dominate. Now that's interesting. So if you have a Capricorn-Leo relationship, there's probably a lot of power struggles. And I'm going to pause right here and go into a reading that I had this week. And um, <clears throat> the woman was telling me that she and her husband were having a power struggle. And the thought came to me that if you're having a power struggle with your partner, then somebody's out of place because people are attracted to people who use power differently it's I know I know about it in men and women but I think it also happens in personalities when it's a same-sex relationship so that um, where a man controls is different from where a woman controls so if you're having a power battle a battle of control somebody's off their square because if everybody was controlling from where they should be controlling from there couldn't be a struggle. When you're controlling from where you should be controlling from, it looks just like yin and yang. That balance, that balance, that balance is off because somebody's off their square or both people are off their square, right? So I think that's a really good way to get into that part, to dominate. Okay, essentially, um, whichever earth sign you're in love with, 
Earth sign people like to be treated with respect and don't like to have change thrust upon them, unless they're a Capricorn, in which case it needs to be change they approve of. Romances on Earth signs slowly and tenderly roll out and offers lots of reassurance over security, fidelity over future plans. All three of the Earth signs, when happy in a relationship, offer great depth of loyalty and support to their lovers, plus a can-do attitude which really helps in these partnerships and makes them go places. So they have they have the potential to have, you know, that kind of really successful couple stuff happen, like the Carters or the Smiths, you know, or the Obamas. Like you have that stability in your partner to where one partner can just sit there being stable and the other partner can fly off. And uh, that kind of balance leads to some pretty beautiful things, right? <clears throat> so there we go. There's a look into kind of what Earth looks like and how it how its associations come about when we look at uh, at the zodiac. So on the other side of the break, we'll look at the different colors and the tarot, right? The tarot of Earth, which is pentacles or discs. Uh, We'll go into a break, and on the other side of that, uh, we'll do more Earth stuff. Here we go. This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning. Soul Sanctuary. You should be here with me. You should be here with me, baby. Girl, you know you drive me crazy. You should be here Chances we've taken, lay down your regrets Cause all we have is now Wake up in the morning and get out of bed Start making mental list in my head Of all of the things that I am grateful Early in the morning, it's the dawn of a new day, new hope. 
chances we've taken lay down your regrets Cause all we have is now Thank you for that reminder, India lay down your regrets because all we have is now it's so true it's so true like if you're spending your time looking in the back of you and being all upset and in the front of you and being all upset like you're missing so many gorgeous delicious moments of life that you could be enjoying so i hope that if nothing else uh this raspy irritated voice reminds you to enjoy where you are in the process and appreciate that it's a process and appreciate that you're in it And appreciate that every single experience in your life is there by exclusive invitation. It can't be there any other way. Learn from it. You don't have to repeat it, right? Once you learn the lesson, karma moves the hell on. She's not trying to hang out with you any longer than you're trying to hang out with her. And the most important part about karma is karma is only a B if you are. Because all it is is your lessons coming back for you to learn. So don't act like karma has some kind of a problem, right? Karma's just balance. Yeah. Let's talk about if you want to get uh, a tarot reading with me. Uh, You can do that. Um, You can do it at hightarot.com, but my site's under construction because I have to move it to a different platform because I am not happy with the one it's on right now. And I let them know that. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to be moving it here in the next week. Um, Instead, right now, if you want to get in contact with me, I'd rather you do it through Facebook, IG, or Twitter. All of those platforms have me as High Tarot, H-A-I-T-A-R-O-T. That's how to get to me. Uh, if you want to listen to this episode of Soul Sanctuary or other episodes of Soul Sanctuary, and I have the audio of some lives that I do where I can, um, I'll be in a live on Facebook and do like single card readings and pendulum readings for people. Um, the audio is not as awesome as this is because, you know, it's that, like at my house. <laughs> uh, but hopefully next time I'll remember to wear my microphone and it will be a little bit better. But if you're like interested in reading and you're not sure what it will be like and that kind of thing go listen to some of the lives that I have and you can see exactly kind of what my style is and what it's like to have a reading and if that sounds like something that you would like to do you reach right out to me and we will get her done right so the new segment that I have on my show that I'm so excited about is tens 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 across the board and really i believe that the reason that i came up with this is because i really need a reason to use that drop by rupaul saying tens 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 across the board because when rupaul says that it makes me feel like i can actually move mountains i love 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 everything about that being and hope that i embody one eighth of that confidence and that beauty So, (laughs) that's the name of the segment, and this week's recipient of the tens, tens, tens across the board acknowledgement, I guess, because I don't have a trophy, is J-Lo. And let me tell you why I picked J-Lo. I have some notes here, but I don't know if I'm going to get into it, because this was all inspired by one moment, and that was me watching the video that she has with Cardi B called De Niro. And you guys, J-Lo is such the bomb. She's so amazingly graceful and amazing that I just want to work as hard as she does. I remember when she first came out. And I remember because she has had a song identical to Shantae Moore's song. And I love Shantae Moore. And so I was like, who is this girl out here with the exact same track that Shantae Moore has? You know? And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And I was like, I don't know if she can sing that well. And I kind of was dismissive of her. Only a little bit. I can only be so dismissive of her because I love dance. And so anybody, any artist that dances gets my attention. Even if I don't want them to. Like, I have to pay attention. It's just, like, part of naturally what I do. And so I've always had my eye, like, out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, I know where JLo is. I know kind of what she's doing. But I never really paid attention. But when I watched this video, guys, I thought about how many JLo songs are in my head. How many JLo songs do I know? And what do I know this lady for? I know she had twins. I know she was married. I know she had. She was on American Idol. I know that I would tune into American Idol every single time it was on to see what she had on, to see what she looked like. And I thought to myself, did this woman just create a job for herself where she all she has to do is show up, slay, and leave? That is admirable. I want to do the same thing. How do I do that? And then I started thinking about how many sh- how many jobs. JLo has created for herself where all she has to do is show up, slay, and leave. And then when she ran out of ideas and she didn't have anything to do, 
she put on a dress that dropped down to her navel. Like she just has that magic wand. She knows how to keep our attention. She's been doing it for so long. I mean, when she did Selena, that was amazing. And she did it with John Seda, who is one of the hottest things moving. Like I just, I, I'm just in awe of her business savvy. And I don't hear a whole lot of terrible things about her because there's some people who get out there and they're famous and there's a lot of terrible things we hear about them and negative things and they're promoting like negative uh, self-image for people they're promoting kids sexuality they're promoting stuff that I don't appreciate and I don't approve of but when I think about the brand of JLo I just think of amazing stuff I love that she dances oh and then I started watching a whole bunch of JLo videos and one of them she did the um the hand up and then the hand across your uh, chin from Pleasure Principle. I don't even remember what video it was. But I was like, did she just give a throwback to Janet? And anybody who honors Janet, I'm like, yeah, right. We're girls. So now Jayla's like become my best friend in my head. And I'm going to clock everything that she did in her career and try to work as hard as she worked and present myself as gracefully as she has. Um, someday, maybe I'll work on that body. <laughs> But I'm not signing up for that. That's not what this is about. Uh, I didn't really even want to mention her beauty because what inspired me so much was outside of that. She also happens to be gorgeous. But what inspired me was way outside of that. So yeah, the tens across the board goes to our girl, JLo. I want you to go and look at JLo videos and see if you can work that hard to get whatever your dharma is. That's what living in your dharma looks like. It looks that good, right? So I'm going to get back into Earth. I do have a whole lot of points and facts about JLo, but I think it was really more about a feeling. So I just want to kind of portray that. Now, I'm going to get into the next uh, segment I'm going to be doing called Defoc which is the FAQs. What frequently asked questions am I getting in tarot right now? So I'm gonna kind of combine what frequently asked questions I'm getting with looking at Earth in the tarot. Earth in the tarot is represented by discs. Discs or pentacles. In my Thoth deck, it's called discs. In the um, RW deck, it's called pentacles. So know that that's the same thing they're talking about. Uh, let me give you a little bit of information about the disc. So this is about uh, your house, your education, your health, uh, your money. That's what discs looks at. So when you have uh, situations that are, if you have a health problem, then you might get a negative discs card, right? Or if you have um, instability in your home, your basic needs that kind of connect you to the earth, or you know, you're doing badly in a class, or you're worried about doing badly in a class, you'll pull some kind of weird-ish uh disc card and remember now discs is minor arcana which means it's a temporary influence if you do pull a disc card know that whatever's happening is temporary that's for the good stuff too because we have like the ace of discs which is a whole bunch of money and ten of discs and nine of discs those are all like a whole bunch of money cards and know that um yeah you might have a windfall coming or there might be one available but it is temporary so it's up to you to keep that ball bouncing right okay so a lot of uh, when relationship stuff comes up uh, with discs, it's usually talking about the foundation of the relationship. Like, is your house built on sand or on solid ground? That's kind of how discs comes up through relationships. So the top question, well, I guess these aren't actually in order. I don't want to say the top question. These aren't actually, actually in order, I don't think. Uh, but the first question we're going to look at that Defoc is, right, is, uh, have I found my soulmate? Um, now, to answer that question without looking at a tarot deck, I think that there's a lot of ways that you can kind of know for yourself. I think that when you find the person that you're supposed to learn a whole lot from, which is all it means to say soulmate, I mean, we've given it a cute name just so they can sound unattainable to people who feel lonely, right? <laughs> but all it is, is somebody that you can learn a lot from, that you will easily learn a lot from, right? That you'll easily learn a lot from, I want to say. Um, they feel different. They taste a little bit different. Like, it's not the same as all the people that are kind of meant to pass through your life. Listen to your intuition. Listen to your heart. Where does that person hit you? Where do they resonate with you? Do you want to learn the kinds of things that this person can teach? That's the question. Do you want to learn the kinds of things that this person can teach? Do you want to learn the kinds of things this person can teach when they're angry, when they're happy, when they're depressed? 
Do you know how bad their bad decisions can get when they're angry? Look at all the signs <laughs> that you have seen up till now and answer yourself those questions. And then you'll know whether or not you're your soulmate. I can certainly confirm it uh, with tarot and kind of a little bit of guidance around it, but you can already know just for free, just by going through your own thoughts objectively, right? So there's a couple more that we're going to go into. Uh, we do have a break. Let's do that. And I'll see you on the other side. Alrighty, everybody. We're on the other side of our last break here with Soul Sanctuary. I've got just a couple more minutes to uh, go over Earth and Tarot with you guys. And we were talking about the discs card and some of the frequently asked questions that I get. Uh, the first one was how or have I found my soulmate? The second one is there is there more than co-parenting going on with the ex? I don't even really know how to address that with you guys. I'm so sorry if you're in a position where you're wondering if there's more than co-parenting going on with an ex. I feel like if that's a question that you have, there's probably several boundaries that have been crossed for a very long time to get you to the place where you're wondering whether or not the person is lying to you, leaving and going hanging out with the ex uh, for the kids and something else is going on. Like that feels like there's really, really deep trust issues, right? You know what I mean? Like, so if you're asking, is there something more than co-parenting going on with the ex? What other questions of trust do you have? That trust is not established in that relationship to me. Um, and, but, you know, of course, again, we can certainly pull cards on it. I can tell you what uh, what spirit suggests and kind of what specific energy you're caring about that thing. But to me, the question's the problem. I, I, I'll tell you, I have a little, well, I won't say what relationship the person is, but I ha there's a person in my life that was talking to me about how she and her friend go through each other's phones. And something happened that was wrong when, when they were going through each other's phones. And I was like, first of all... <laughs> you have a relationship where it's a regular practice for you guys to go through each other's phones there are several things wrong with that relationship who the heck wants to be in a relationship where part of your uh loving each other is to run their phone i'm not running anybody's phone i don't have time for that and i don't have time for somebody wanting to run my phone <laughs> like that's so immature to me what are you doing when you find yourself sneaking over to your partner's phone while they're in the shower sneak out the door leave them you have broken it it is over there's no reason for you to be looking in somebody's phone what has happened what happened when you started dating them you weren't sitting there thinking hmm i can't wait to get to his house so i can go through that phone because if you are then that's some other things you need to look at that's really insecure and terrible that's a terrible habit if you're doing that you should stop it and get out of any relationship where it's going on or change it that's crazy to me that's so crazy i like tried to hold it in my head like what would i do if i was with a partner with whom uh we regularly ran each other's phones and then had arguments about what we found in the phones what that's so nuts it's so far outside of what i ever wanted in a relationship but i think it might be more of a reality for uh the folks who are starting relationships now i mean because with with the different technology and stuff maybe that's maybe that's a regular thing like when i was coming up when i was starting relationships uh i don't know phones were like just starting to be as important as they are right now so maybe i just have an old school view of it maybe maybe that's broke but i'm gonna stay here <laughs> that looks terrible i don't want to be in that stuff at all um and then the other, another one is, will he contact me again? There was one day where I was doing readings online, like, and so I was asking people, ask me your questions, like type in your questions in the comments and I'll answer your questions. And I got this question worded exactly the same. I th so much that I thought it was the same person like spamming me, asking me the same question over and over again, but it wasn't. It was several different women asking, will he contact me again? Which made me think, what is going on in these streets? How many, how many people are waiting for some dude to uh, reach out to them? And why is it that they have all the power? Like it feels like the women are out here putting themselves in positions where they're waiting to see, will he contact me again? I, I want some girls to say, will I contact him again? <laughs> <laughs> to take some power, to take some control in the relationship, decide some things, put their foot down, the big girl panties on, whatever it takes to have them move into a position of power. Why are you sitting around waiting for somebody else to determine your worth? Ew. I don't like that one. I answer it. Again, I can do it with tarot. <laughs> But like where it comes from, I feel like it's a really disempowered place. 
If you're in a situation where you feel like you want to ask, will he contact me again? I want you to go back and listen to the show I did last week about jealousy and ask yourself those questions. Like, how long has it been since I've been on my path for my dharma? And have I discovered the unique vibration I am here to express on earth? And when's the last time I gave myself a pedicure and got my eyebrows done? Like, I want you to start taking care of yourself when you find yourself worried about, will he contact me again? I'm not talking about first date, will he contact me again? I'm talking about more than that. (laughs) I'll just leave it there. Because there's various kind of vibrations that go underneath of that. But not just like, will he contact me again because we just met. That's not the one I'm talking about. You know the other one. That's what I'm talking about. Then there's a question, should I forgive him? That's a question that I get a lot. And that's not just about romantic um, relationships. It's about all different kinds of relationships. Should I forgive the person? And last week I kind of touched on, and then I had a couple of conversations this week, and I'm going to mention again, because I think it's really important for people to understand about forgiveness. Um, I have gotten some really important apologies in my life. Uh, Tear-filled apologies, heart-wrenching come-to-Jesus apologies, apologies that I had pinned my very existence on, that if I didn't get that apology, I wouldn't be able to live anymore. And I have to tell you that every single one of them was anticlimactic. Every single one of them, I felt the same after it as I felt before it. And the only time that my energy changed, that I improved, that I got past the hurt and past all of the woundage, is when I decided to forgive, or when I decided to let that thing go. So I know there's a lot of you that are depending on or waiting on or thinking your life will start after you get this amazing apology that you've imagined and, and uh, what's it called? Um, not hyperventilate, what is it? Hallucinate. <laughs> I didn't have enough coffee this morning. Uh, the, the apology that you've hallucinated and you think that that's gonna change something, I'm here to tell you that's not what happens. It hasn't been my experience. And so consider the idea that maybe the idea of waiting for an apology is your ego keeping you from growing because you didn't come to earth to wait for an apology for 70 years and then die. I'm pretty sure that sounds like a sucky reason to go to a planet, right? (laughs) You probably came here to give us a new expression, a new vibration in the universe that we've never seen before. And you need to be about doing that, right? And anything that distracts you from doing that is a distraction from doing that. And there's nothing more important. All right. Uh, so that, and does he still love me? That's communication problems, right? Should I leave him? Yes. <laughs> if you ever come to the question, should I leave him? Probably. Because there's some kind of uh, imbalance that you can't tolerate. You can try like a little bit more. I don't know. It seems like, or maybe people are just more flippant with relationships than I am. But if ever I come to the to the question of myself, like, should I leave him? The answer is yes. And that might be a Taurus or earth sign thing because um, we, because of the way we tend to process problems. So let me just say that for earth signs. I'm not sure if that's the same for water and fire and air signs. But if you're an earth sign and you have the question, should I leave him? Should I leave her? Absolutely. Immediately. Do it now. Maybe you can come back later. But yeah, just leave. Sure. Sure thing. Why? Why, why stick around? <laughs> Miserable. Uh, remember that there's like two different groups you can be part of. You can be single and out having casual relationships, or you can be in a relationship and going to Ikea on Saturdays. If you're not single and running around having casual relationships because you're with somebody, and you're with somebody but you're not going to Ikea or someplace family-like on Saturdays, you're getting the worst of both worlds. And that sucks. I don't want that for you. Pick, choose one, poop or get off the potty. But you can't be both missing the casual relationships and missing the Ikea on Saturdays. Like, that's just a bad deal for you. Change that. Make changes to that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, when will he contact me? That I think we kind of covered that. Is he seeing one, someone else? Probably. Is he cheating on me? Probably. What is he thinking? I don't know. Um, <laughs> those are the answers to those questions. We can certainly pull tarot on them, but my personal stance on what those questions are, yeah. If you are wondering if somebody's cheating on you, that means you picked up on the smell of something. Figure out what it is. It doesn't mean that they're guilty, but it means that there's some kind of a, I mean, 
listen, if you're in contact with your consciousness at all, like if you do any kind of meditation, if you do take time to kind of self-analyze and that kind of thing, when you have these different vibrational changes, when you pick up on something, that's because it's there. It doesn't mean it's malicious. It doesn't mean it's going to hurt you. But I think that if you feel like somebody's cheating on you, something might have happened that looked like that. Were they checking somebody out? Did they take a really long time to delete that DM? I don't know. Find out. Ask them. Until you feel better about it. Right? Figure out how to feel better about it, and then that's where you move from. So that's the that's the fuck the, the frequently asked questions. That's uh, the questions that I've gotten. So like probably second quarter of uh, 2018, uh, we had different questions around the beginning of the year. People were kind of asking about really the kind of questions that I, I hope people tend to focus on more, which is like what am I going to do for my resolution? What should I do this year? Like, where should I be focused? Like, like when that kind of energy, that new year energy is happening, because people are looking at what kind of goals they want to set and that kind of thing. And I think that's a really healthy place to be. When we stop thinking about our goals and start getting distracted by trying to control everybody else around us, I think that really causes misery that we don't have to go through. Um, so those, yeah, frequently asked questions were from kind of this quarter. And we'll do it again. Um, I guess uh, at the end of next quarter, we'll go through and see what kind of frequently asked questions I get uh, for this summer and going into fall. Uh, for now, uh, I'm just about to jump off. I really enjoyed being with you guys here in Soul Sanctuary. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great week. Goodbye.